Introduction. Introduction. To our podcast called Yell and Smash. Tank and Kate from Chasing Dragons, the band that failed, but not really, because we quit before we failed. I, do you know? I think that's inspirational words to every <laughs> possible band of the future, Kate. You should start a podcast. Oh. There's a ghost in the machine. I mean, it still seems to be recording, so I think we'll Let's roll with it. Yeah, that's cool. It's probably a hard drive again. I feel like I need a MacBook upgrade. Modern days. So what were we doing? We are making a podcast. We are. And this is our introduction to our podcast. It is. About gigs, music, things that maybe people don't always talk about so yeah. much. Yeah. How to be a band in the kind of more independent music scene, certainly from the UK from our perspective um but yeah stuff that you know you guys never really knew happened and certainly things that i think new and upcoming bands probably have no idea even exists yeah i think like one of the reasons why i wanted to do this podcast was because we did it for so long not a podcast a band um, <laughs> a band yes <laughs> a decade actually yeah well you especially because you were one of the founders. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah it's all right rub it in you know <laughs> You were one of the founding members. I don't know when I joined, a few years after that. Yeah, I think I think you were maybe like year two of the band, you know? I'm sure, it wasn't a bit more than Or maybe that, a three. three. A three or a four? Not a four. No, it wasn't a, a four. Yeah, you've been in the what band for like seven years. Jesus. Yep. Yeah, okay. So anyway, you, ten years. Yep. And I don't think it... There's no reason why it should take ten years... To get to, to, where, get we to where we were yeah. and to have that level of knowledge and ins and outs of things. And yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's plenty of things we did wrong, but we know that better ways yeah, to do I, it I now. Think, I think, do you know what? I wouldn't even necessarily did them wrong. I would say we did them very inefficiently. Like yeah. there were certainly choices that we made that we wouldn't make that way again that it it caused a pretty big learning curve in exactly. certain, so in I certain think, I think now we're in a pretty good position to talk about that. Yeah, I agree. And share our... Combined well, knowledge. Our well of thoughts and knowledge. And experience. And experience. And hopefully, in doing so, maybe you guys, uh, certainly as gig-goers, you guys are going to learn a few things that... You know, maybe shed a bit of light onto what it's actually like for bands in the independent music scene to do what they do. Because, I, I don't know, like, before I was in a band, I think I kind of just turned up at gigs and enjoyed music. Which, yeah. I guess, is that's the point, what we do, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, whereas there is so much, I guess, like, as a gig girl, what you're really seeing is, like, the small 5%? of, yeah, of what actually that. goes into being a band. Um, and certainly if you're in a new band or you're inexperienced in touring or, you know, writing music or you want or that's what you want to do, then maybe this will help you get to where we were in less than a decade. Yeah, it should definitely take less than a decade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we're going to talk about um, a load of things and stuff, things and stuff and stuff and things, things that are useful for bands, for new bands, for music lovers and gig goers. Yep. 
in things general. that you know we we might end up enlightening ourselves as we go <laughs> who knows who knows yeah like you know this is this is stuff where we feel that we have like kate said a wealth and well I said well. You did say well, but I feel like wealth is maybe more applicable. Of, of... But we got no wealth. <laughs> well, no, yes, and we'll come up to that in a future topic. We got no wealth. There ain't no money in the music industry. Oh, that's a very argumentative statement. Oh, it is. We're going to come back to that episode. one, aren't we? Yeah. 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 I, th- I think one thing with anything that we talk about, there's always going to be more than one side to it. Yeah, so. this is our disclaimer that states this is obviously our objective sometimes subjective perspective yeah i think we can look what at what we've the big experience and look at both sides and yeah positives like, and negatives of each yeah and and what we're not doing is we're not going to talk about how crappy things are or how difficult things are without actually shaping it in a sense that it was useful and there are things that you can do that make your journey easier in this. Yeah, whatever mistakes happen, they're learning curves and you yeah. learn from them and it's what you take from that that matters, really. I've just realised, no one knows who we are. Oh, crap, yeah. Oh my God, we didn't We're do that We're really bit. crappy at this. Like, okay, all right, okay, so so who are you? You are... I am Kate. Just Kate? Disembodied Kate, Kate voice? Or... <laughs> Kate or Katie, I don't mind. Drummer uh, from Chasing Dragons. Yeah. Also from other stuff. Um, I have a music production master's degree. I like doing. All... You asked. You asked for my for my bio. <laughs> Sorry, <I'm... laughs> she told me not to kick the floor when we did this, and I've just literally thrown a load of stuff on the floor. Yeah, look... so, hang on, let me repair that. There we go. I fixed that now. It won't happen again. Little secret. This is this. This is actually the second podcast we've done. It is. We 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 have a. Uh, we did a trial. We did, we did a trial, and I kicked the floor a lot. Apparently, so um, I get I get very gesticulative. That's a word. Uh, when I talk, anyway, you're introducing yourself. Oh well, I've forgotten. Let's move on to you. All right. Okay. Well, I'm Tang. Uh, I was. What did I do? See, it's hard being put oh, on the spot, yeah, isn't it? What yeah, are you? Who are like you? This. Where are you from? Hang on. Do you know what? We're so out of practice. We haven't done like an interview or a radio thing in so long that we're like, oh. We can talk about other things, but talking about yourselves a bit. It's a bit weird. A bit it's weird. Bit, a bit vulnerable, isn't okay, it? Okay, well, I'm going to talk about you. Okay. You are Tank. And I am. The name of the podcast, Yell and Smash, because Yell, vocals. Woo! Vo- vocals? Vocals. What happened to that? Vocals are you, drums are me. Yeah, Smash. Yeah, and you were, I guess, the front of the band, which yeah, again, is a whole other, <laughs> episode, whole other episode. All right. <laughs> Do I get an episode about me? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, yeah, I guess. Then we've got to do one on YouTube. Yeah, that's fine, but I'll just... All right, deal. Deal. <laughs> Don't know what I was saying. <laughs> oh, you were the vocals. You there's were... loads to talk about about you. Yeah, well, I'm talking about you. Okay, well, hurry up talking about okay, me. Okay, you were the face of the band, I guess. Everyone would, like, correspond with you. You took on a lot of the bookings towards the last few... I don't know if it was months or years. Time is one thing that has makes no sense anymore. No, but, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it was split between you and Murph, the bassist, towards the end. But for a very large period of time, you were solely in charge of bookings, yep. festivals, gigs, everything. Um, essentially, much. band management as well. Which... Yeah, and I and I think that's a good point actually because we'll probably talk more about that in a future. Uh, episode because something that we did learn over the years is that roles and responsibilities it's just like I guess kind of being a part of any team you have to know what each person is good at 
and how to utilize those in the development of your band so so yeah i did a lot of the management didn't i and for a lot of these gigs tours and years you were the driver as well you were the only (laughs) only person insured on the van yeah and that's because we couldn't afford to insure anybody else so so. murph and his accidents yes murph god all those accidents on your uh, driver's license he did some driving no he did he did did he managed to dodge it for like you know, literally up until the last maybe two years of the van, didn't he? Yeah. So, and, and we were really lucky, actually. Touching on the van point, we had a van uh, pretty quick into starting the band. I say that. We were about, yeah, we were about two years in when we got van. But yes, well, again, we'll touch on all that in a future Your episode, feet. So. Sorry, my feet, my feet keep moving. I'm so sorry. Kate is, Kate is actually our wonderful uh, host and producer as well. I'm doing this in my sugar-coated radio voice uh, because... Ooh. Um, yeah, no, uh, Kate mentioned she has a degree in production, but she's <coughs> actually, um, sorry, 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 that, that uh, throat clearing there was, not only is it a degree, it is a master's degree. Yeah. She's actually about to start another master's for those wow. of you that are interested, and then she will be doing a PhD. She's looking very stressed out right now, so I'm going to stop talking about said PhD, but at some point in the future, she will be Dr. Kate. <laughs> it's got a nice ring to it. It's got a nice ring to it. It's got a nice darn tune ring. I don't know why it was like <laughs> southwestern. I have no idea. Southwestern of where either. I, I have no idea. So these podcasts are going to be. That's like, all you've got to say about me. Okay, okay, I can talk more about you. Okay, so Kate has been drumming since before I met her. Uh, we have been friends for, ooh, 12 years? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think we've we've known each other for twelve, 12 years. Or th- twelve or 12, 13. thirteen, maybe longer. Time just continues. Uh, oh. yes, uh Kate has annoyingly always been a very good drummer. Uh it's really frustrating actually. Kate's one of those people where she pretty much just looks at an instrument and knows how to play it. So I also found out, oh my god, get this. So like, you know, a couple of years ago I discovered she can also sing, which she'd been sneakily hiding that under the drum rug which for those that don't know goes under the kick drum to stop it from sliding um, it doesn't always work no it doesn't always work again we'll talk about that later but yes uh so yes she's annoyingly uh frustratingly incredibly talented um and she's also Aww. my best friend so uh, that's the cute. nicest stuff i'm gonna say about you but yeah no so kate has what did you do in the band so you played drums yeah yeah, tumbleweed. No. <laughs> I wish we could insert a tumbleweed. We could insert a tumbleweed. Could just squeeze a cat. You know what? Actually, I think I kept things on track. No, and you I did. think I kept things focused. Band meetings that would otherwise go on for like five hours. Yeah, she's like, very Stop. good. Like, that's one thing that I'm really not very good at. I could like talk and 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 About talk. the word talk. Yeah, exactly. See how this goes? Whereas Kate is really, really good at wrapping things up and sometimes it's good to be concise. So no, Kate is very good at focusing things and also, um, you know, it's hard when you have four people in a band because if two of you agree one way and two of you agree another way, things don't get done. So basically Kate just liked to bully people into her now, way of thinking. that is very harsh. <laughs> but I'm not a tyrant (laughs) no you're not a tyrant no not at all no um so yes uh Kate's been or Kate was in Chasing Dragons with me for seven of the ten years we were a band and Chasing Dragons for those that uh don't know 
were we were a hard rock band slash slash metal metal yeah and you we still have stuff up on youtube if you do want to listen you spotify can, you can have a listen yeah and spotify and probably in a lot of other places too we actually uh disbanded in february 2020 we actually played our last couple of shows just before the world fell apart mm, that's very good timing maybe maybe the world <gasps> fell apart because we stopped maybe we'll never know we'll never know but i don't know if that would be something to be proud of actually no i i i, I feel like if we were the glue keeping the world together oh, that's a lot of responsibility man mm. i don't know i don't i, don't, no, I have no. a funny feeling the two don't correlate however we were incredibly lucky to get our last two shows God, um, imagine if done. this had happened and we'd not got to play our last two shows. Like, and those were two of they my favourite ever They were two of my favourite ever shows. Like, and we're not just saying that. Those shows were oh, I think oh, so good. If every show would have been like those last shows... Then maybe the outcome would have been different. Yeah, but that, I think that's a whole other episode topic oh, to definitely. talk about, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And, and I think that's another reason why we wanted to do this yeah. podcast was... To actually talk a bit more about why the band stopped. Did we mention that already? I've lost track of what so we've said. I, I, said I said that said. we played our last two shows, but yes, no, we did disband in February this year. So. <laughs> That's not what I said. I said, did we did we mention already that one of the reasons why we want to do this podcast is to talk more about why the band broke up? Well, now we've mentioned it twice. But di- but did we already mention no. it? Prior to that, two times that you've just said it. No, well, we I have brought it up twice, so it's doubly reasoned. <laughs> yeah, and like we have a lot of a lot of feels towards that that it would be good for fans to understand. Yeah, and I for think... gig goers to understand, and for other bands as well, because we were a part of the UK independent music scene for a really pivotal time in that scene. I think, like it in this decade that Chasing Dragons. Nearly forgot the name of the band then. Chasing Dragons was a band. Like scene changed astronomically. Like technology changed. The way people view gigs, the way people listen to music changed. Exactly what Kay said. Most venues closed, and like you know everything, everything changed. And I think as a band, certainly there were things that we did roll with and change to adapt to the new seen i put this in inverted commas because you guys can't see me but there were a lot of things that we were really slow off the mark with or just didn't really truly understand the benefit or the necessity of until i guess it was maybe a little too little too too late kind of thing my you know there are a lot of things that we could have done differently that might have affected how we progressed and how the outcome of Chasing Dragons went. it's all hindsight though, isn't it? Like, it knowing is. it now doesn't change it and no. there was no way for us to know then. No, and like, and this is, you know, like Kate said, this is another reason we want to do this podcast because we have learned so much over the last, well, for me, 10 learned years. Learned or learned? Okay. Learned or learned? 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 learned. Le- oh my God. Do okay. we English anymore? I don't even know. I don't know. Well, whether it's learned or learned, we've learned and learned <laughs> so many things over the last, you know, long, or over the longevity of Chasing Dragons that I think, again, this is something, or these are things that, you know, more people could benefit from knowing. I, you know. Yeah, and I think back to the whole why we broke up thing, I think the statement that we put out encompasses it really well, but it doesn't go into a lot of detail no. or or depth of understanding so we so can kind of expand shed a bit on more that light a lot. on that yeah, yeah definitely 
So, and it wasn't that anything went wrong. I think that's something that's important to say. It wasn't yeah, something like, that you know went there wrong. was no. It wasn't even like musical differences or anything like that. Like genuinely, as a band, the final lineup of Chasing Dragons, as myself, Kate Murph, and Adam Smith on guitar, like we worked great together. Why did Adam get a last name and we didn't? I don't know. I don't know. I always. Think I guess about... Murphy's not Murph Murphington. It is saved in my phone. <laughs> is that really how he's yeah, saved in your phone? Murph, Murph Murphington of Murphington Hall. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't get a hall. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, I don't know. I always think of Adam as Adam Smith. That's that's true, actually. Yeah, Adam Smith. It's not just Adam. No. I, wh- why do we do that? I don't know. Isn't it weird what our brains do? So like anyway, Mitch was Mitch Sadler. So never just well, maybe it's Sadler. A, may, yeah, that's cool. Maybe yeah. it was just a guitarist thing. Maybe, maybe they get both names. Maybe it's a status thing. Maybe that's something to talk about Ooh. or touch on very gingerly with a. Don't touch guitarists. No, especially when they've just got off stage. It's it's gross. But anyway, like we were saying before, we got wildly distracted. There, <laughs> there was nothing that stopped us working together. Like no, we yeah. really enjoyed being a band no, and being on stage. And, you know, making music together. Yeah, it's, nothing went wrong, but things stopped going right. They stopped progressing. It stagnated. Yeah. Yeah, like when you're running on a treadmill, you're putting loads of effort in and you're going super fast and you're not going anywhere. Yeah, that's kind of how it felt. I guess there was something that was something that we kind of realised maybe in the latter two years or three years of Chasing Dragons wasn't it, that we kind of felt like... The curve had stopped. Yeah, like, prior to that, we sort of felt like we were constantly running, but at least we were kind of getting from A to B, or we were certainly on our well on our way to B. And then, I think for me, it was kind of just after we released our debut album, and in the aftermath of that, that I... Well, that was a weird time in itself. It was weird. Mitch, our original guitarist, he made the decision to part ways with the band mm-hmm. after we'd recorded the album, but before we'd released it. Actually, if you what? remember... It <laughs> Am was I getting this wrong? Before we recorded it, because he told us in that November... Yeah, we, we hadn't recorded finished. it in January. So we'd, we'd recorded, recorded part, part of it. Of it yeah. yeah. And, um... Yeah, I completely yeah. forgot about yeah. that. So, so it was a bit of a strange dynamic for us at that point. Like, obviously, we had no hard feelings towards Mitch whatsoever. No, of course not. Because if there's one thing that we've learned in this, like, we have had a fair few lineup changes over the years. And, you know, if you're in a band with someone, you can't make them want something that they don't want. I, and I think... I, no, I think I don't think that's, like, an accurate statement to say because it's not that Mitch didn't want it. No, it's like a, that's a boiled-down version of it, yeah. isn't it? Like, you know, and yes, like Kate says, that's not necessarily accurate in all applications of that. No, his priorities developed into other things, which yes, exactly. is completely yeah. understandable. It's like, you know, it's like, for example, using treadmill again. Like, if you were... I don't know, training to do a marathon, and then you suddenly decided that you wanted to be a sprinter. Like, your priorities change, and and you adapt, and, and, you know, your life adapts to fit your new priority, and that's absolutely fine. Like, you know, that's no issue. But, yeah, certainly, like, in the last two years of the band, we started to notice, obviously, after we'd released this debut album, which... So Mitch told us in November, we finished recording in the January, February the following January, February, and then we actually didn't release until the following October. Yeah. Which, that sounds like a really long time. That's another thing to talk about, is the actual process of that. Yeah. Because um, you don't finish recording and BAM! Release. Yeah! Release! 
please. No. no, there's so much that goes into that, and we can definitely fill one, if not more, episodes on how to. We should really make a note of these things before we forget to talk about them. It's okay, darling. I have a big long list. Ah, oh, yes, you are the list maker. I am a list maker. I am. Remember when you got a whiteboard and a label maker and you labelled the whiteboard <laughs> whiteboard and you labelled the label maker label maker? I do remember that. And do you know what was really crappy? As then I ran out of tape for my label maker and then it just stagnated. Remember when you bought a laminator? I still have it. Yeah, I still use the laminator. Mm. I used to... So guys, I used to laminate our set lists because every single gig we played, we used fresh set lists. And it annoyed me that the guys always kicked like a beer over on it or like a bottle of water or something like that. And they just used to get trash. So I was like, yay, save the trees. So in that way of thinking, save the trees turned into let's coat everything in plastic. For fuck's sake. <laughs> so yes, the, yeah, my, my process of thought wasn't uh, this so This is a whole sound. other ra- random things Tank has bought across the years that she thought was useful and they probably was not. to be a complete waste of money. Um, yeah, I, well, I guess we can put that in the equipment episode, can't we? Um, because yes, there's going to be at least an episode on that as well. So, yeah, so, um, yeah, we will obviously dedicate another episode to the more in-depth reasoning behind the disbanding of Chasing Dragons. But... We've learned an awful lot uh, in this sort of journey of Chasing Dragons that we think that you guys can benefit from hearing about. Like, don't get us wrong, there's still a crap load more stuff for us to learn in general. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think we just want to share. Definitely. Like, we're limited to obviously our own experience in the industry, and we did only progress to a certain point in that industry. And to be fair, I think we actually did really well. We were a self-sufficient band. We we didn't have... um, a manager, label, agent, agent nothing. nothing, and we were doing it all ourselves. Like the crew literally was us for. Yeah, we were doing everything, and to say that we were financially self-sustaining is actually yeah, like actually a really massive achievement. Like, I'm really proud of that. So we did not plug any of our own money into this band after about year, let's say year five, I think. Yeah. Like, if I were to look back through the books, I think year five was when we started breaking even. Like, which, you know, is really pretty impressive. I yeah, guess. I mean, so. we definitely utilised things like crowdfunding. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, which we wouldn't have been able to do half the recording that we yeah, did no, without I think, that. That's... I think, in fact, our three main releases were they all were crowdfunded. crowdfunded. Yeah. Like... Astounding, really. On top of that, obviously, there's other expenses than recording that aren't maybe obvious. Like, buying merch, buying a bulk load of merch in the first place can be really expensive. That first merch. I remember when we bought our first load of t-shirts. And obviously, it's a bit like a business. So you start off and you buy buy 10 t-shirts. And you think, oh, yeah, this is great. But then, of course, like, four of you in the band want a t-shirt. Because you all want your own merch. And then you're like, crap, we only have six t-shirts to sell. Okay. And, like, oh my god, they all want sizes that we don't have. Yeah. So so this is a whole again and definitely another episode. Yeah. But uh but a whole real juggling act that is yeah, it can be really really super tough especially for brand new bands. Like I mean, where do you put your money? What do you do with it? It's finite. Like nobody has unlimited money and if you do, you are a jammy son of a. <laughs> yeah, so to say that we again, we were self-sustaining and money in equaled money out i think even just having that stationary sort of flow of money not profiting from it ourselves but also not like we were absolutely non-profit 
But, yeah, but to be in that state is a big achievement in itself because so many bands have to shell out on things and don't make it back. Yeah. I think like that when, that when itself... we explain to you certainly the cost of making our debut album, Faction, I think quite Touring a few well. of you will be really, really shocked at how expensive it actually is. Mm. Like, you know, and don't get me wrong, like you can, as a band, if you wanted to, you could get a little kind of you know, I don't know, like a Tascam recorder, sit it in the middle of a rehearsal room and you could record a track. It would sound, be very good. sound <laughs> crappy, but you could do it. But then obviously we'll talk more about, you know, how to achieve good production and um, that's mainly Kate's area of expertise. But I say that, but actually I think all four of us and previous members of as well of Chasing Dragons, we, we all learned a lot about the technical side of stuff. And I think especially because we never had anybody other than us four. Obviously, we worked with producers over the years uh, for the actual recordings. Oh, we trialed. We have done managers. some home recording. Oh, oh, managers. Okay, yeah. No, Not we, part of agencies. Uh, independent. Ind- independent managers. Yeah, we did. We and, tried that. And we'll definitely talk about our experience with independent managers as well because. I think that's a trap that a lot of fans fall into. Not necessarily. I don't think it's a trap. Always I think a trap. Advantages and disadvantages, as we said before, to everything, and yeah. it's something that you have to look. at. I think at. you have to go into it with your eyes open. Don't From you? all angles, yeah, because yeah. you can only progress to a certain point before you need someone else's help, and yeah. then maybe that person helps you with some things, and then you gain the ability to advance past that, and then and that person sudden, can't help you they anymore. They can't help you, yeah, and but then you can help yourself more and then it's a weird chain of help (laughs) (laughs) that was a real anti-climax there but yeah i get what kate means it yeah it's a i don't know what's evolution you evolve and you learn and you adapt and when it gets to the point where you can do everything that the manager does yourselves then either the manager has to step up the game or you need a new manager Mm. like because like having a ship where all the ship crew get really good at their jobs and then the captain's no longer got a job to do because they're all so efficient that the captain's not needed. I don't know if that happens. I don't know about boats. I don't think it does happen, but that would be what it would be like if it did happen. Okay, fine. I'll refine my analogies for next episode. (laughs) Well, our next episode is already done. Oh, yeah, because we accidentally recorded that one first, so... We well, promised. we wanted to see if this would work or not. Yeah. And, well, we won't really know that until you guys listen to it and tell us. And tell us whether it's crap. If it's utter crap, that is fine. You don't need to listen to the next one. But if you do, I think you should. It, then please do listen to the next one and, you know, give it a follow. And tell your friends about it because who knows? People might learn something with this. Yeah. We want to help. Yeah, definitely. Like, and I think there is one thing that we have learned from the music industry. And that is that a little bit of help can go a really long way. Yeah, okay. there's I th- there's like a some kind of toxicity between... That's a great word. That is a really... It's also a system of dance on. It is also, yes. Woo! Toxicity. Anyway. Yes. Saying. You were saying there is a toxicity... Yeah, there's a tox... To- I can't even say it now. There okay. is Insert a tox... Insert there. Tox... Dis- co- <laughs> Toxicity. toxicity. Well, that nearly turned into something it wasn't. <laughs> toxicity. Oh my god. Toxicity. <laughs> toxicity. Where it's like too much of a competition. Bands don't necessarily help each other in some cases, and will 
And it, yeah, it just gets really like yeah, it's kind of competitive. Like, yeah, it's like one-upmanship, isn't it? And that's something that we've never really understood. And as a band, we try to very much keep away from all of that. But it does. It is prevalent in the industry, and it's prevalent all rungs yeah, you hear of the independent. About it all yeah, the time yeah, you as do, well. and you know, and and it brings a negative vibe to things that really, it shouldn't even, it shouldn't be a thing, like because at the end of the day, what does it matter? If you give another band a helping hand, like if we all help each other, there'll be there would be far less mental health issues, massively, massively far more progression, and I don't know, it's a more weird knowledge, point. more knowledge, like you know, as as like the industry itself develops, there's more that falls on the bands themselves. There's yes, so helping each other, it's kind of like taking back the power. Yeah, it's something, and certainly Kate and I wanted to chat about obviously how the industry has evolved over the years you know certainly we were not it's not the 80s anymore we were not around in the 80s i mean i was born in the 80s but like kate was not um but we were not there in the 80s however we all see this kind of like glamorous image of rock stars and massive rock concerts and yes of course that does still exist to some extent but it is literally less than probably half a percent if anyone has cats By the way, <laughs> you will know the distraction and frustration they cause when you are doing something and you can and see them on the expensive stuff. They are climbing on things and messing. They're being perfectly silent about it, but they're there and they know you are currently busy you know and they I'm do so it anyway. I'm so glad she's not got a bell on. How annoying would that be? And if I closed the door and shut her out, she would yell and scratch. scratch so she yeah. has to be in here. So anyone with cats, you know how I feel yeah. right this, now. This little bug's name is Mo, and she is sneaking and creeping like no tomorrow. <laughs> She's now sat very innocently on the windowsill, um, staring at the torrential downpour that God, is going on outside. Weather. It's horrible weather today, by the way. Um, I don't think we yes, should do a podcast about the weather. I don't think we should do a podcast about the weather either. So, but cats. But no, not about no. Focus, Kate. Come on, you're supposed to be the voice of focus. I know, but I'm tired. That's okay. That's okay. I'm sure these guys are tired of hearing us rabbit on as well. Yeah, so maybe we should stop now. Yeah, maybe I think, we should. Yeah, I think we can conclude this. So, yes, this podcast is called Yell and Smash, and it is all the things that you possibly ever wish you knew about the independent UK music scene or the UK independent music scene. How are we saying that? I don't know, but that works. That'll and do. also, we may have some lovely guests. We might featuring indeed. The... Yes. Yeah, side note before we wrap this up. <laughs> I think this the genre of music that we were in and that type I call it a local scene but it's not because it's, not, it's manchester it's, it's leeds it's birmingham it's it's um, national really we know bands from uh, all over the country they're, 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 where they're from where they're from city of ashes oh brighton brighton way yeah exactly then there's this whole sort of network of bands that i think you get to know and that's it, what i class as the local scene because we yeah we, we, we think about the local scene as basically the entire the of the united kingdom um, yeah. Because I guess that's what we toured for the last 10 years. Yeah, and if you have heard of Chasing Dragons, then you will probably have heard of some of the bands that we're going to speak to. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, again, please do, when we mention other bands, please go and check them out. Yeah. Because you never know. You'll know who they are, maybe. You, yeah, and if you don't, then you will. Yeah. That was a very matter-of-fact statement, wasn't it? Bye. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> That was an awful way to end this. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye! Ciao!
Au revoir. I don't know anyway. Auf Wiedersehen. Alright. Adieu. Are we done? Adieu. <laughs> We're done now. Please. <laughs> Stop. <laughs>